0: harvest time with that familiar theme song we're reminded it's time once again for the harvest time gospel broadcast this is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of dr stennett Balou of resaca georgia and now here is brother Balu and today's broadcast thank you and greetings radio friends What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and study His precious Word together. We're turning in our Bible again to the book of Isaiah chapter number 6, and we're continuing our study on this life-changing experience of Isaiah. As we study from Isaiah, Then I picked up on the thought some voices that I hear that calls me to involvement in the work of God. And I mentioned on yesterday, there is a voice from above. Let me read verse number eight, and then we'll continue in our study of the Word of God. Isaiah chapter six, verse number eight, the Word of God said, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. As we close the broadcast on yesterday, I started dealing with some voices that I hear that calls me into involvement in the work of God. And I trust they'll speak to you also as we look at them in the light of the Word of God. We spent the first couple of days this week looking at Isaiah's transforming experience here. We saw the vision that he saw. He saw a vision of the Lord Supreme. Then he saw a vision of his low-down self. And then he saw a vision of lost souls. He said, I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. And then there are the voices that speak in this chapter. In verse number 5, there is the woe of conviction and confession. And then in verse number seven, there is the low of cleansing and consecration. Then in verse number eight and verse number nine, there is the voice of commitment and commission. And we looked at these verses and allowed God to speak to our heart on Isaiah's transforming experience. But then I began making the personal application of, of God speaking to us and calling us to involvement in the work of God. I said to you that one of the greatest burdens and battles that a pastor encounters is getting his people involved in the work of God. Sad but true when it comes to serving God. Most Christians are very cordial. They always are willing to let somebody else do it. And that's just a good excuse for them not doing it themselves. But there are voices that I hear that speak to my heart that calls me to involvement. If I may say so, they will not let me sit idle and do nothing In the work of God, these voices speak in such a manner. I pointed out, first of all, there is a voice from above. And as we looked at this voice, I mentioned to you that this is a voice of God. And he speaks to us in several different ways. First of all, he spoke to us and said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, And I will give you rest. That is the call to salvation. Can I just take a moment and say, I remember the day when the Lord called me to salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Then there is a second time that he speaks, and that is the call to separation. He said, come out from among them and be your separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you and will be unto you a father, and you shall be my sons and daughters saith the Lord. Then I mention to you there is a third time that he calls, and that is a call that we come, deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. So that is a call of surrender. And then there's the call to service. Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. And I said to you that there is yet one call that we listen for, And that is a time when he said, come up hither. And that's the call of the second coming, when he takes the church out of this wicked world forever to be at his side. But not only is there the call from above that calls me to involvement in the Lord's work, but may I say to you, number two, there is a call from within. There is something inside me that calls me to get involved in the work of God May I add to that, it not only calls me, but it causes me to get involved in the work of God. You say, what is that, preacher? Well, the Bible describes it in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 14. The Bible said, for the love of Christ constraineth us. The word constraineth is a very unusual word. It literally means to sway at will. And to give us a picture of that, when the Lord had our Bible translated into the English language, they used other words to describe that word constraineth. This is the same word that was used when the Bible said that Simon Peter's mother-in-law was taken with a great fever. It's also used at the time when the Lord cast all of those devils out of that man and they went into the hogs. And the Bible said that the whole community, the whole city was taken with great fear. Again, there's the same word that's translated constraineth. So God said, if you want to know what that word constraineth means, it means to be taken as with a great fear or as with a great fever. When you realize you don't really get fever, it gets you. You do not really get fear. It gets you. Fear and fever are two things that you cannot fake. They do not just come at your will, and they do not appear when you want them to and then leave when you wish they would. No, my friend. They do not come in asking questions or making suggestions, but fear and fever come in and take control of, Of your life. So God said that there is a voice that speaks inside of us that calls us to commitment to the work of the Lord. And may I speak frankly this morning? It is beyond my ability to understand any person who says they're saved, but there is not something inside them that calls them to involvement. In the work of God. You see, we who serve the Lord do not serve him out of fear. We do not serve him, my friend, out of force. But we serve him out of love. His love conquers our will. And does something in us that causes us to want to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So there is a call from above that says to us, get involved. I have never listened to the voice of God speak to me and say to me, you've done enough or you're doing too much. Let someone else do that and you take it easy. No, my friend. When I hear God speaking to my heart, it's always onward and upward. It's Father and Father on in the work of God. It's not time to retire. It's time to refire. And, my friend, it's not time to let down. It's time to take up the cross and go forward in the work of God. The same is true in my own heart. Sure, my flesh grows weary, and sometimes I'm tired. But, my friend, that is no excuse not to be obedient to the service of God. No, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so we find new strength and new courage And just relaxing and resting in Him. And letting Him be our strength and our courage. So there's something within me. There's a call from above. There's a call from within. The love of Christ constrains me to get involved in the work of God. But then I want you to notice a third call for involvement. Not only there's a call from above, there's a call from within. But thirdly, there is a call from without. Oh, I have never turned my ears toward a lost and dying world. And they said to me, Preacher, you need to slow down. You're doing too much. Let somebody else do it. I've never heard the world say to me, don't worry about me. I'm just going to hell to live eternally in the flames of fire. No, my friend, when I look at the world, the world cries out to me. Get involved in the work of God. You know, one of the problems of our society is we've learned to laugh at the drunkard. We've learned to mock with those who are wicked. But my friend, I want to tell you, we need to come to the place where our hearts are so moved by what we see and what we hear going on in this world that it challenges us to stand up and be counted for God and do something to rescue the perishing for the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, help us never to look at a drunk unless we be moved with compassion toward them and realize that there is sheep having no shepherd. God, help us to never look at the young people of our day who are drawn aside by all the wicked music and by the drugs and all of the things of this generation God, help us never to look at them and shrug our shoulders, turn our back upon them, and walk away. Oh, may they call our hearts to involvement as we look at them and we see what sin is doing to this generation. All of the drinking, all of the drugs, all of the immorality, all of the pornography. All of the wickedness of our day. Don't get mad at the people. Get mad at the devil. He is the author of this. All those people need is a good old dose of old-time salvation. And it will change them, my friend, from perverts to converts. Take them off a dope. Put them on hope. Take them out of the mire. Put them in the choir. And do that in their lives that needs to be done. So my friend, listen. When you see the lost and dying world, it's like out of darkness they're calling for the light. It's like out of the dungeon they're calling for liberation. It's like out of death they're calling out for life. And they have nowhere to go but you and I give them the gospel of the grace of God that is their only hope. And so my friend, you say, preacher, what makes you go? What makes you come to the radio microphone? What makes you preach so much and do what you're doing? I'm telling you today, I'm hearing voices. I have never listened to the Lord and felt like I needed to let up on what I'm doing. I have never listened to the love of Christ. that's inside me. And felt like I needed to let up. I have never listened to a lost world and felt like they said to me, Preacher, you need to let up some. No, but oh, the burden that grabs my soul and pushes me on to more involvement. I am not looking for something to lay down, I'm looking for more to do to reach this world with a gospel. The delivering power of God is in the gospel, and we must not fail our generation. We must hear their cry, and we must heed their call, and we must bring them the gospel that they might be saved by the grace of God. Father, take the word, use it to your glory, I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. Well, I trust you enjoy the broadcast today. Let me encourage you that you pray for the broadcast, that the Lord would bless it and use it to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, I want to encourage you that you write to us and share with us in the financial burden of the radio ministry. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time 179, Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia. 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast.